So in this episode, I'm just going to get on here and, and talk. Um, no intro, no outro. I'm just going to get on and talk. I want to talk about some updates on what's been happening uh, with some things that uh, I'm seeing on Amazon, what I think is going to be um, some of the future around what's uh, starting to happen um, and the opportunity to take advantage of early signals uh, of the things that I think are coming um, on the on the platform as well as just some some recent um, updates. Um, so one interesting thing, Amazon is really um, trying to has been trying to really push this transparency thing. Um, and honestly, I don't think it's gotten a lot of uh, adopt adoption. Um, it's a way for Amazon to help prevent counterfeits, but it's also a revenue driver. Amazon's initial goal for launching transparency was to be able to put this um, not just for products that are going to be on Amazon, but actually uh, have this on products that um, are being sold everywhere um, and ultimately kind of license this technology out to other other retailers and being a kind of additional revenue driver. Uh, I personally don't think the adoption has been there uh, for a number of reasons. One, um, there's a fee for it. Two, I think it's kind of a, there's there's friction in terms of uh, utilizing it, you need to serialize uh, every single product. So you need a sticker or print on each one of your products a unique uh, serial uh, number uh, with the with the QR code with a QR code um, attached to it, and um, that causes friction because it's a, just another thing you have to do and pay your supplier or print a different serial number in every box. And you know most products outside of electronics don't really uh, don't really do that. Um, big brands, bigger brands might do that, but most private label sellers uh, are not doing that and there's there's friction. So Amazon came out this week um, and uh, announced the launch of the new transparency customer engagement feature. Um, so now when you uh, when a customer scan transparency codes on their products with the Amazon transparency app, you can now, Boost customer experience, connect with customers, share your brand story, provide product education with videos, images, and more. Uh, reward customer loyalty and increase sales. So you can offer customers marketing promotions and cross-sell, upsell, and or encourage repeat purchases. Build your community, enable customers to share your content or promotions to their social network, and capture feedback. Instantly gather insights on the usefulness of content. Customers can submit reviews for your products. So there's a whole host of, I think, amazing features. Unfortunately, they're kind of tied to this paid thing and to serializing every one of your um, products. But I think this will uh, cause sellers to be much more interested in the program. And I happen to think that it is a great opportunity. It's sort of, you know, it's sort of like replacing the insert um, to some extent, right? You can ask for a review. You can cross-sell products, offer promotions. Um, you know, you can have tutorial videos on how to use the product. It's kind of like what a lot of sellers were trying to use inserts for. And I think to some extent replaces it. And maybe the fact that it's um, on the packaging and sort of like an Amazon thing will will maybe even get more opt-ins by um, customers. Uh, and I do think you're going to start to, I, I think early movers into the opportunity may see, may see um, an advantage. It's also kind of a second time I've seen sort of recently Amazon looking to allow brands to engage more with their um with 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 the customer so about a month ago they said coming you have this coming soon thing um in stores people who people who follow your um your brand will be able to um 
we'll be able to, you'll be able to send them, uh, at least right now it's for new product launches. You'll be able to send an announcement for new product launches for people who follow your, your brand, either through your brand storefront or through posts. It's already live on vendor. It's very, very limited in terms of what you could do. But again, it's a second signal that Amazon is, um, at least, you know, not being not not tightening as much in terms of like you know the the communication between the customer um and the brand except they're they're really like in every single scenario they're allowing the customer to be the one that opts in right like the the opportunity is not for us to really be as proactive as, as sellers by sort of emailing and reaching out the the customer first has to sort of opt in follow the brand or you know scan the QR code etc to be able to you know get that communication but it's the first you know time i've seen amazon really sort of give more direct communication um the ability to dr to drive people to your social media um to you know send send customers new product launch messaging etc um that i've seen and, and this is the second signal now that they're doing that so um, i think transparency will become a better opportunity um, another thing along those lines um, amazon um sent an email um this week as well about a post program update um they're encouraging people to use posts um, and they said you, know, you can now reconnect with your followers through new content placements that may surface your deals to shoppers who follow your brand directly on their mobile homepage. So Amazon posts may, if, uh, if somebody's following you, uh, following your brand, uh, Amazon, an Amazon post um, may show up on their um, homepage from the brands that they follow. Uh, again, Amazon trying to, you know, get the platform to be, you know, more sort of content driven than just, you know, product search driven. We'll see if it you know, if there's adoption and, you know, people end up using it. But um, I do think posting regularly, um, using Amazon Post regularly, especially since it's a free driver of traffic is smart. Now it also shows up in the um, in the storefront um, as well, updating regularly. We um, in my in my agency, Incrementum Digital, we're now starting to to basically offer um, posts, kind of like packages, where we'll you know submit basically either two posts or five posts a week for you. Create the create the graphics, um, captions, etc. And the way I see it is, you should be looking at it the same way as kind of like um, traditionally people look at social media. They develop a social media content calendar. They update around sort of. Uh, holidays or timely timely things with their with their images and posts and captions um, and are able to engage uh, an audience especially because it's free right now um, I, I think uh, it's a great opportunity um, and I think it's going to evolve I think eventually Amazon posts will you know why not allow the brand to post a, a video um, you know user generated content uh, etc so I think um, the way kind of D2C brands think about their marketing around content, uh, I think is going to shift ultimately more so into Amazon, especially with Amazon Live, um, et cetera. I've seen some interesting things as well on storefronts. I've seen brands um, that are putting like a blog page with, you know, different content on their storefront uh, related to their products, recipe pages and, and, you know, food products and how to use them. Um, so I, I do see like more content starting to pop up. And I think when you want, when you think about your Amazon storefront, you really want to think about it like the same kind of things you would have on your D2C site. Um, like if you would have content or recipes or blogs or things like that, how do I incorporate that into my 
brand storefront. Uh, one of the things I did on my storefront is we were able to get this. Some people have been able to get this approved. Others have not. I was able to get approved having um, in my uh, top banner um, basically something that says like follow us for um, new products, uh, coupons, and deals. Um, you have to be careful on the language and try to submit maybe multiple times to get it approved. Amazon doesn't really allow call to action. So don't like if you write click to follow, that might not be approved. You have to kind of play around with the language, but trying to encourage, you know, that buildup of uh, followers. Um, the last thing I wanted to um, talk about is the, um, the rising cost of um, uh, Amazon advertising that we've seen um, that we've seen this year. So I put out a, um, some of you may have seen, I put out a, a post today um, across my social media talking about the rising cost of Amazon um, advertising. So um, just to give some context, um, in January of this year, so we have uh, we have about 200 clients or so that are selling a total of around $100 million a month in sales. It's not ad sales, that's organic. Um, and advertising, um, it, it ranges, some months are 60 to to, to 80 million. Um, March was somewhere around like 91 million. Um, so it kind of ranges, but in, in somewhere between 60 and $100 million a month in um, revenue. And so we took a look at all the data that we had, and we um, looked at how... Uh, how cost per click has risen this year because we have seen this on the counts and we wanted to see like is this happening across the board so basically across all our clients this is a lot of categories this is mostly us uh, marketplace but also canada and, and europe is kind of mixed mixed in as well um, and some of the other smaller marketplaces but majority of this is, is us based um, so across all our clients in january they had a an average a cost of 21 percent and a 74 cent cost per click february went to 23 percent a cost and 81 cent cost per click March, 89 cent cost per click and 24% ACoS. April, $1.01 cost per click and 28% uh, ACoS. And May, um, so far, we're seeing a uh, $1.08 cost per click and 30% ACoS. So we've gone from January, uh, 74 uh, cent cost per click to now $1.08 um, cost per click in May. That's a uh, a very big increase. Increase, um, you know, we're seeing seeing around ten percent uh, increase in cost per click every single um, every single month. Um, we we also broke it down um, by the ad type. So um, you know, obviously sponsored um, sponsored products um, and sponsored brands video um, are, are are among the highest. Um, and in fact. Um, in um, April um, and in March, sponsored brands video cost per click was actually higher than sponsored products. Um, and in May, they're about the same at $1.10 each, while sponsored brands in May was $0.90. Cents, um, back in January was $0.60. Cents. So that one has gone up uh, a lot as well. I think that's partly because it's easier to get brand registry now and uh, more people are, are targeting with sponsored brands. More More people are um, so sponsor brand headline, we broke out separately with sponsor brand video. So sponsor brand headline went from 60 cents in January to 90 cents um, in May. And sponsor display um, went from 40 cents in January to now 70 cents um, in May. So also rising and uh, more, more people are, are utilizing that ad type. Um, so some of the questions are, so the first thing is it's good to understand this because if you've seen this in your account, um, then you can see that it's happening across the board. And if you've seen ACOS go up, you can understand that that's also kind of been happening um, across the board. What we plan to do in the future um, is we plan to break this down by by actually by category so that we can um, break it down further. And actually, one of the things I want to do as well is break down 
each ad type by conversion rate um, as well, because I think that's uh, that's interesting to see um, as well. So what are some of the things that you should be doing to tackle the rising cost per click? Um, so obviously you want to use money wisely. You want to shift ad dollars to the best performing campaigns. You want to optimize bids on keywords. You want to use negative keywords. You want to evaluate your performance by placements, and you really want to be active in managing your campaigns. Um, you want to harvest search terms uh, and ASINs from auto broad and phrase um, and use them across all ad types uh, for a particular products. So if you're pulling search terms that are converting in sponsored products, move those over to sponsored brand video, sponsored brand headline, uh, move ASINs over from sponsored, uh, from auto to sponsored product, from sponsored product to sponsored display, right? And and kind of take what's working and move it across campaigns. You want to also find more long tail keywords. Long tail keywords are going to be less competitive. They're relevant, they're targeted, and will result in a lower cost per click. So again, harvesting keywords and just doing more keyword research. Maybe in the past, you've only targeted keywords that have you know search term above you know 1,000 searches a month or 500. Well, maybe now you go and find just a lot of keywords that have you know um, 100 searches to 500 searches. Maybe you didn't do that, and you, you find more kind of long tail to um, lower cost per click. Um, I, another thing is you want to really implement new ad types as soon as they come out. So you know as you kind of heard um, before, the, the the lowest cost per click uh, ad type is sponsored display. It's also the newest one, right? So it's not a coincidence. You really want to jump on new ad types as soon as they um, as soon as they come out. And you know, you may have to sort of evaluate your other strategies to say, okay, how can I just generate more organic sales? What can I do to generate you know more organic sales? Do I need to do some ranking campaigns, or you know, what else do I need to do in order to um, you know, kind of balance out what's what's uh, happening, and maybe there's maybe you know um, maybe this will force an increase in in pricing, etc. Over some time, but this is kind of the trend that we're that we're seeing this year. So, just wanted to come on share a little bit of what I've seen. Um, you know, in the last like couple weeks, um, haven't really done like a recent update episode and wanted to come on here um, and just talk about it, do an episode um, without spending the time on the on the intro and the and the outro um, and just kind of share a little bit of what's happening, um, you know, in Amazon recently. Um, uh, in the show notes will be my, my contact information as well as the uh, sponsorship to, to the show and, and everything else that, that you typically hear when you, when you listen to, to an episode. Um, and, uh, you know, if you feel like this was a useful episode, um, please uh, share it as well. And I'll see you on the next episode of the uh, e-commerce mindset podcast.